Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hello and welcome to another episode of Let Sleeping Dogs Lie, the comedy trivia show of answering questions and questioning answers. I'm your host, Spencer Hamilton, and I'll be awarding points to our two teams based on how well they know trivia and how good they are at lying. In Let Sleeping Dogs Lie, an incorrect answer is worth just as many points as a correct one. At least, as long as our players can trick the other team into believing it. Now, let's meet tonight's panel. Welcome to Let's See Me Next Live, the kind of game show of answering questions and questioning answers. Tonight's show is all about the Art Institute of Chicago. Yeah. Oh, culture. Culture. Yogurt. Okay, let's meet our teams. Uh, starting with the team to my left, uh, what is the team name? Uh, Spencer, uh, we are the Fart Institute of Chicago, colon, Detective Picasso. <laughs> okay, very topical. <laughs> very topical. A lot of culture in this episode. Yogurt. Uh, great, and let's meet our, our players starting with the far left. Uh, I am Sammy Tamimi, and I just paid Ryan a compliment because he has such great posture at the table. Hmm. Well, that's because he's a young man. <laughs> and uh, let's meet this young man. Uh, my name is Ryan Phillips, and as an artist, I'm just <laughs> delighted to be here for this Boo. specific episode <laughs> of Let Sleeping Dogs Lie. You don't understand art. <laughs> And finally, uh, my name is Connor Doyle, and I've been buttoning the top button on my shirts recently. Uh-huh. And everyone else on my team also buttoned the top buttons on their shirt backstage. And I think it was more facetious than I took it. <laughs> and it, I'm not gonna lie, it makes me feel a little bad. Yeah, well, you should feel bad. <laughs> what was it, Detective? What? Picasso. Picasso. Thank you. And let's meet the team to my right. Go for it. We are. My name is Spencer, and I love to piss. <laughs> Is that well? <laughs> minus five points. Maybe the maybe the less said the better. Let's let's meet our, our <laughs> let's meet our players on the right. I, uh, also, what I great. I have to say his name five times for the show. <laughs> okay. Uh, hello, my name is Johnny O'Mara. Uh, I guess I also love to piss. <laughs> That's exactly what I, what I needed to hear. Thank you. That's brave. That's brave. That's brave. Yeah. And to his left. Uh, my name is Sarah Shockey, and I love to piss, but not at work. I get a little bit nervous about the people there. Have you tried using the bathroom? It's brave. You're brave. <laughs> I will next time. <laughs> and finally. Uh, I am Sarah Magnuson, and we have private bathrooms at work, so I do whatever I want. Whoa, 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 whoa. We have open concept bathrooms at my office. <laughs> really good for productivity. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's start with the uh, team of my left, Fart Institute of Chicago, colon Detective <laughs> Picasso. Oh boy, uh, the Art Institute of Chicago is one of many landmarks uh, here in the city. Sitting at the entrance to Grant's Park, the museum is visited and photographed by thousands of tourists and locals every year. But the Art Institute holds a special place in pop culture thanks to the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off. During Ferris's day off, the gang visits the art museum, and Cameron has an existential moment with George Surratt's Surratt's Surratt. Surad. I'm looking at the... the Surad. Uh, Surad. George Axelrod. Is this the official first question? This is the first question. How do you pronounce this guy's name? Uh, the name of the uh, painting, of course, is a uh, Sunday afternoon on the island of Le Grand Jatte. However, the museum is featured prominently in another piece of pop culture, a board game. What board game prominently features the Art Institute? 
would we think your team? What board game uh, prominently features the Art Institute of Chicago? Uh, Spencer, that would be the game Don't Break the Safe. Okay. What's the object of the game? To well, not break the safe. Yeah, you you, you idiot. Make say it. Yeah. Uh, when? Okay. How many of you have played Don't Break the Safe? And uh, what was the situation? So I, the, the entire team and me all, all raised our hands. Mm-hmm. Okay, Spencer, I don't want your answer. I would like the answers of the people playing Shucks. the game. Well, as an artist, <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to not break the safe when I was playing. It's uh, Don't Break the Safe is maybe my, my little brother and sister's favorite board game, so I've played it with them on trips home to visit my family. Is it kind of similar? I'm familiar with Don't Break the Ice. Mm. Mm. Uh, is it similar to that? I mean, the names are so close. Don't spill no the way. beans also. No. Oh, yes. Don't I wake daddy. That. Yeah, I was going to say if any of these is probably closest to don't wake daddy. control these games. Yeah. Don't crocodile dentist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the, I mean, the objective is that you're trying to break into the safe without breaking the safe. Oh. And the other thing is, like, there, depending on where you grew up, kind of like Monopoly, there's, like, lots of house rules. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, what part of don't break the safe references... This beautiful painting by Gilles Chalat. Well, it's the Art Institute. It's yeah, featured. it's just the Art Institute. It's the safe in the Art Institute of Chicago. What's in the safe? Art. Mm, no that spoilers. should be out for people to look at. We don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a consensus? We, we, also, we all don't believe them? None of us. Okay. Uh, what do we think the real answer is? What's the real board game? Uh, Chicagoopoly. <laughs> Honestly, it's a very good guess. There is an old... There is an old game that is all up, like from the 1980s. That's all about um, like au- auctioning mm-hmm. art. Okay. Uh, that is a game. Huh. It's called so Doctioneer. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know what it's called, but it does exist. Um, and then it went. They discontinued it. They have it at CIC Theater. Well, it's called the Phantom is, is Menace: it called, The Queen's Gambit. <laughs> is it called the Parker Brothers game masterpiece? Yeah, I think it is. Released is it? in 1970, and it had players hold an auction for famous pieces of art. Yes, that's it. Well, then you just got some extra. Points. <laughs> I don't even like games. I really hate them. But that's, I thought that sounded like an interesting concept, and so someone found it and bought it for the theater. There for you me. go. All right, let's uh, move on to uh, this team. My name is Spencer, and I love to piss. The Art Institute of Chicago is a world-famous museum on par with other mom-and-pop joints like the Louvre. Unlike the Louvre, though, the Art Institute has been named the number one museum in the world on TripAdvisor for the past four years in a row. What? That's right. Chicago has some quirkier museum choices, too, though, if you're looking for something a little less mainstream. One of these museums is located in a former synagogue in Rogers Park. What museum is it? Think here. What less mainstream museum is located in a former synagogue in Rogers Park? Take it. Please take it. You sounded so confident a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I was thinking, uh, it's, it's the Surgical History Museum or Medical History Museum. That is a fantastic guess, Johnny. However, I do know for a fact <laughs> it is on Lakeshore Drive because one of my friends got married there. At, Hello, Sajel Joshi. Uh, and the, held at the, the medical museum? on Lakeshore Drive? Yeah. Or right by Lakeshore Drive, you know, the 151 goes by it. Uh, but yeah, they, yeah, they, they uh, got they got married there. You can apparently rent it out and have like a reception there. So weird. Well, what's weird is they anesthetize you right before the ceremony, <laughs> and you just come to and you're married. Yeah. <laughs> is that legal? they just pair everyone off? Yeah. 
They come to, and later they come to. Oh. <laughs> they tell you it's a... Thank you, everybody. As an artist, I appreciate your applause. <laughs> they tell you it's an escape room, and then you just wake up married. <laughs> Ask us questions. We're... <laughs> oh, how many of you are married? Just Johnny? Where yes. Were, where were you married? Where was I married? Uh, we got married in the courthouse. Really? Ever heard of it? Ooh, fancy. <laughs> Where's a, it located? There's a courthouse in the medical museum? <laughs> yeah. Weird. Uh, we were also tried for malpractice. <laughs> <laughs> it was convenient. You changed your name, too, right, to avoid the legal uh, battle? Yeah, my name's Jessica now. <laughs> <laughs> Very smart. Same last name. Uh, any uh, further questions? Or It sounds like you think they're wrong. Or I, they're lying, I should say. Uh, or you just want lying. to get to know us. <laughs> Oh, fair enough. I will. I will ask this: If you could have uh, for the unmarried folks on the team, if you could have your ideal wedding, where would it be? Okay, I've been thinking about this a lot. <laughs> Logan Square Auditorium. Okay. There's a wrestling ring in the middle. Two, three matches. Then you climb into the ring. Colt Cabana's there in a singlet that looks like a tuxedo. <laughs> wedding happens, and then you Is know he maybe. The uh, no, I think my brother has to be. Okay. Yeah, he, so I think he would be there. offended if he wasn't. So he's just in the ring in a tuxedo. Well, maybe your brother like wins the exactly uh, Bible from him. Right. Yeah, it's a, it's a, that'd be a nice the championship the, Bible. Yeah, it's a Bible, Bible belt. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. That's that's. Uh, write that down, that's Rich. Good. Write that down. Sarah, it's written. Uh, Can you read it back to us? <laughs> uh, it would be the Bible belt. Yeah, oh. nailed it. Let's go. Thank Let's you. Still funny. funny. Second time around. <laughs> To answer your question, also the courthouse. <laughs> After a medical malpractice. Uh, so a cemetery. <laughs> your second That'd be marriage? rad. Yeah. Okay. That'd be rad. Uh, so do we think they're telling the truth or lying? I think they're lying their faces off. Okay. And what do we think the actual museum is? Uh, we think it's the Museum of Martial Arts. Specifically, Krav Maga. Maga. No, that's, that's what I said. Yeah, right. The, no, it's uh, just a, uh, he has a friend named Kav Maga. <laughs> Are you talking about the dog that solves crime? Yeah. I'm not not you know, talking about Scruff a dog. Scruff McGruff so. doesn't even solve crimes. Does he not? No. Everyone else solves them for him. Well, that's he just way. takes is, a bite. Yeah. Is Scruff uh, McGruff you've never asked for help, Johnny? McGruff the crime dog showed up at my uh, neighborhood block party when I was like five years old, and I legitimately thought it was the real McGruff the crime dog. And it was like... But it was just McGruff's helper. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I, it was a really formative and scary moment for me because it's like was he was ma- like seven feet tall in a freaking trench coat. And it's like a it's a cartoon dog in a trench coat, and I walked into the trench coat oh and then God. looked up, and it's a fucking cartoon dog. Isn't that how the movie Us starts? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Okay. I'm too scared. <laughs> Uh, so uh, it, it is, is neither of these museums. Uh, it was actually the Leather Archives and Museum. Oh. It is, that's right. oh, I've we, heard huh. of it. Yeah. It is, quote, a library, museum, and archives pertaining to leather, fetishism, sadomasochism, oh, and alternative that, sexual practices. Fun. I thought it just meant, like, dead uh, like, animal Like pieces skin. of leather? No, no, but that's the field museum. Awesome. <laughs> no, it's skin lamps. <laughs> right, yeah. I lo- oh, that thing, well. N- nipple belts. It. It's just like a museum for Ed Gein. I thought, yeah, like, yeah. it was just, like, purses and books. <laughs> no, no, it's actually very interesting. Some of the offerings include... We should go to this. Some of the offerings include... Field trip. Okay, everyone... <laughs> you'll never know how they use Crisco here now. Uh, I'm not joking. Uh, <laughs> now, Fart Institute of Chicago Detective Picasso... Uh, guarding the Michigan Ave entrance of the Art Institute are two lions. Inspired by the Italian Renaissance revival of the late 19th century, these lions are cousins to similar pairs that guard the New York Public Library and the Boston Public Library. Created by sculptor Edward Chemis, the lions were a gift for the opening of the Art, Art Institute's current location. Edward Chemis was well-known during the late 1880s 
and is considered to be America's first what? All right, Fart Institute, what do we think here? Edward Chemist is considered to be America's first what? Yeah, he is known as the first presidential bust maker. Official. Who made George Washington's? Yeah, a sculptor did, but he was not like the official White House sculptor. Like there's an official White House photographer now. There's the poet laureate. Yeah, yeah, I just think there were a lot of busts before the Chicago Art Institute lion gift. Yeah, but we're saying he's the first sculptor laureate. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Are you trying to tell us that we're... Busted? Damn it, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) You busted my joke right out from underneath me. Nice. (laughs) A fun fact, I used to work at the Bennigans across from the art museum. It was the world's busiest Bennigans when I worked there. It wasn't busy enough to keep it it open, though. (laughs) Uh, No. (laughs) Because it was just... I lied to get that job, too. They're like, hey, have you waited tables? I'm like, yes, sure, of course I have. First day on the job, drop the like a six top worth of stuff Ooh. of tray on the oh. floor. So many Monty's Cristo. <laughs> Thank that you for correctly correct pluralizing it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, we don't think that's true. Okay. What you do never we... worked at Bennigan's. <laughs> <laughs> and you were a waiter before. <laughs> uh, what do you think the real answer is? Uh, America's first renaissance man, <laughs> a.k.a. an artist. <laughs> oh, sure, America's first artist. He yeah. was a triple threat. He could do busts, waists, and legs. <laughs> Chest. Sounds like my kind of woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, that's sexist. Dave, bow, bow. <laughs> uh, he was actually uh, America's first animalier, which is not somebody who tastes animals and tells you about them. <laughs> An animalier is a term to describe an artist in the 19th century who drew, sculpted, and painted realistic versions of animals. Mm. That's right. These days, it's a term mostly heard on Antiques Roadshow when describing a bear clock. Oh. That's right. Uh, okay. That's fine. Thank you. They're uh, rooting for their son, the Chicago Cubs. (laughs) (laughs) For the audience at home, the the lion is now wearing a Chicago Bears helmet. Yes. That's correct. It is the Chicago Bears helmet, With the football the team, and not the Chicago Cubs, the baseball team. But the they all cup. have Cubs. They, I cannot argue with that fact. Uh, my name is Spencer, and I love to piss. While we're on the subject of these lion statues, I've got another question about them for you. What are the lion statues' names? Ooh. All right. What are the names of the lions guarding the Art Institute? Uh, West Rogers and East Park. West Rogers and East Park. Yes. Uh, right. it, well, the West Line is Rogers and the East Line is Park. Oh, fair enough. They but were they renamed are arranged... in 1997. Cool, cool. That's interesting because aren't they arranged north-south on Michigan Avenue? One's mm, a little forward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those, those sound like the names of like hard-boiled detectives. 
Rogers is West, West Rogers at East Park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm the lady who I'm their secretary who smoked for 120 years. <laughs> so the, the, the lions from, the, from Beetlejuice. Yeah. Uh, you Mike know. Wazowski. <laughs> <laughs> uh, were the lions crafted uh, before Rogers Park itself was incorporated? They were renamed in 1997. I saw it on a WTTW um, documentary that Jeffrey Bear hosted. Bear, they did, like, Jeffrey, Bear. Jeffrey Bear. <laughs> Jeffrey Chicago Bears. <laughs> and what were their names before that? I don't remember, but I remember that they're Rogers and Park Santa Graphic. Bryce Statler and Waldorf or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> what is yeah. WTTW? Is that a radio station? That's Window to the World. <laughs> Thank okay. you, she is 100% nailed it. Yeah. Oh, I, I, uh, the local PBS station. I got my answer, but I'm uh, no more educated. <laughs> <laughs> it's the local PBS station. Ah, okay. We think they are lying. Yeah, they're lying. Yeah. Real hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lying? Lying? Wait a minute. Oh. Is WTTW not all over the United States? No. <gasps> this is a Sarah Magnuson specific thing. <laughs> I found out about WTTW when I moved here and didn't have cable and bought a sad VHS that someone else taped oh. of Anne of Green Gables on a WTTW oh. marathon, and it kept me company on those cold Chicago nights. It's how I watched Arthur in Sesame Street. <laughs> P.S. You see that Arthur's teacher got married? Yeah. Mr. Rapper. He came out as gay. Yeah. 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 Good for Happy. him. Happy. Oh, yeah. That show's The show's still on? Or it's been running for 22 years. Yeah, Arthur's oh running God. strong, yeah. dude. Sarah. Ziggy Marley is cashing those residues. A Magnuson. I'm sorry. There are two Sarahs. Yes. Oh, where did he get married? <laughs> uh, he got married at the surgical. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I may get the pronunciation pronunciation of the names wrong, but I believe it is Artax and Equius. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Artax, like from the uh, the never from the mayor. <laughs> from where, Sarah? The mayor. <laughs> from the mayor. <laughs> like, Artax is so high. <laughs> Well, I gotta say, you guys are just like racking up the points with your jokes. <laughs> if, if the team on my left wants to get more points, just keep cracking some jokes. Why I've made these okay. jokes and got docked points <laughs> no, no, in no. previous episodes, and they're recorded so I can prove also, it. Also, Sarah Fate? freaking bogarted my joke. Fate is fickle. Why are all the secretary figures 120 years old, year old smokers that we've done tonight? Yeah, secretary figures. <laughs> That was for us. Okay. I, I gave you some points for the Mike Wazowski for literally just saying the word Mike Wazowski. So. Mike Wazowski. <laughs> more, 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 oh, more. That's good. Hey, let's good. this Can we dry, just open dude? this up to impressions right now? <laughs> I mean, can you do a Mike Wazowski impression? Well, no. That's not a Mike. That's a Roz I can impression. do Joan Cusack. Yeah. You can do a Joan Cusack. Yeah, are you ready? Uh, sure. I'm Joan Cusack. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't get it, but everyone else laughed very hard. So That's I will, how she introduces herself. I will give you points. Thank you. Uh, and, and no, those are not the names of the Lions uh, for either team. Uh, the names, uh, they're actually, they don't have any names. Oh, but, oh you, you dirty rat. You dirty rat. Oh. But the South Lion is labeled as stands in an attitude of defiance. And the North Lion is labeled on the prowl. Mm. So I, I, you know what? Mm. Actually, it's called Cloudgate. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, some more points. And guess what, Sammy? I'm going to retroactively give you points for knowing the uh, orientation of the lions is north-south. Mm. I got a slightly basic direction. <laughs> the orientation of the lions is wherever the hell they want it to be. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Said, hey. <laughs> Today. Today. <laughs> no, no, no. We have to pay Ziggy Marley if we sing any more of that song. Yeah, no more. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, okay. 
<laughs> for Institute of Chicago Detective Picasso. Uh, the Art Institute is Sarah's getting very excited because Walt Disney is on the screen. She's a very she's a bona fide Disney file. We have three Disney files here tonight. What? Four, if you didn't know, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Now, the Art Institute is associated with the School of the Art, the Art Institute of Chicago. Founded in 1866, the school offers classes in art and technology, arts administration, art history, theory, and criticism, art education, art therapy, ceramics. The list goes on and on. And like any school, it'll rely on its famous alumni to stay afloat. One of its most famous alumni is Walt Disney. Mm. That's right. Walt has been immortalized in many ways, including the statue Partners. In all the Disney theme parks, right outside the Magic Kingdom, is a statue of Walt and Mick, uh, Mickey Mouse holding hands, with Walt pointing off to the distance. However, Walt's point is with two fingers. Why? Oh, no. yeah. When you wish upon a star, <laughs> All right, for Institute, uh, what, what do we think here? Uh, I have one fun fact, though. This is a true story okay. of my sister that I don't talk to. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> at all. That's the fact. talk to his sister. I used to be the admissions director for the Chicago Art Institute. Okay. Hmm. I don't talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> what, where's the fun fact? <laughs> she didn't let uh, you in? You are all my sisters now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, am I giving the answer? I oh. mean, you did the bit. <laughs> All right. Uh, you do the, the bit, reason... you take the shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is fair. All right. Well, he points with two fingers because it's two in the pink, one in the stink. Oh, okay. Oh, one no. is the blocker. So that's the answer. I got applause. Thank you, sir. Sammy, we have a new team member. Then you need yeah. to go take a seat in the audience. <laughs> so, so in case I didn't get picked on the microphone, someone from the audience said, I made the same joke. <laughs> So I'm, I'm glad we're paying. I'm glad we're. Po- oh my God! It's a shocker, audience. he said. I'm glad we're paying Sammy the big bucks to make jokes <laughs> that our audience can be making too. Uh, maybe we'll get the audience up here. Four hundred thousand dollars. I'm paying Sammy quite a lot of money. I'm uh, I'm underwater right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just cut to the chase. Do you think that's the, the real answer? No. No. Absolutely no. Okay. Uh, what do we think the real answer is? But well, we know that the real answer is because it's culturally offensive to point in some cultures with just one finger. So everybody who is staffed at Walt Disney World has to point with two fingers or an entire hand even. Sure. It, so is, it is offensive, and you can't do that. And it has nothing to do with sex. Stop. <laughs> well, uh, Magnuson, I will agree that that is a thing because I know at the old Disney downtown they had before they shut it down, downtown Disney. they taught you, again, to point with your whole hand. Sure. And when you oh, want to move people along, you would not touch them, but you'd like put your hand near their back mm-hmm. and that like magically make I'm not them touching move. you. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Spencer, can I tell a quick story about Disney World? Sure. When I was like 12 years old, I went to Disney World with my friend and his family. If this is a Scruff McGruff story, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> How uh, sad on a scale of one to ten is this going to be? It's not that sad. It's your life is sounds sad. like a five. Yeah, my life's pretty sad. <laughs> All right, so, tell the sad story. So it was like, we went to Disney Quest, the like video game Ooh, place. You know, yeah. where you design your own roller coasters and stuff. So far, not sad. Yeah, and uh, we I disagree. There. So like his friend or his parents just kind of let us hang out there, and we were just we were just hanging out by ourselves. Cool. And it was like eleven o'clock at night. How old are you? Sorry, I was probably like twelve. Okay. No, no. So young. And uh, now how much? Uh, Thirteen, fourteen, right now. <laughs> um, He's twenty-nine. In between, nobody knows. And. Uh, we we were uh, going to get into an elevator, and uh, we pressed the up button, and it was just us waiting to get in the elevator. 
and we were, I, I grew up in Virginia, and I, was, I lived in Virginia at the time. We were, of course, in Florida. And uh, the elevator doors opened, and the only person on the elevator was this guy from our class at school named Kevin Ram, who was a, a kind of weird kid. And he was, my, my friend Curran and I were there, and, and he, Curran and Kevin were the only two kids in the school with diabetes. <laughs> and, 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 and wait, so you didn't know this guy was going to be here? No, we had no idea. And it was just him in the elevator, and the elevator doors opened, and we were just standing outside the elevator, and he's standing in. And there was a legitimate 10 seconds of shock silence where we just stared at each other and then my friend Kern just went sup <laughs> and then we just like passed each other on the elevator and none of us ever spoke about it ever again what? and I think about it all the time like what were the odds of us running into Kevin Ram in that elevator what? in Disney Quest at what? 11 o'clock why did o'clock he ever 100%? bring it up that story is a shocker oh, god. <laughs> oh my god uh well, no one's correct. Believe it or not. That's right. So uh, no. I'll, I'll tell you a little story here. Um, Sarah's so upset. So, so uh, the, the, the tale goes it's because of Walt's smoking habit. So in 1993, sculptor Blaine Gibson presented the statue. And for research, he looked through many personal photos from the Disney family to get his look. In many of those photos, Walt was smoking. He hid it from the public for a long time, but he was a notorious smoker. The two-finger point indicates he was holding a cigarette between his index and middle finger. Is this an urban legend? Probably. <laughs> I, I do know that they do have like murals all over the place where cigarettes are removed. Oh, really? He does that a lot. But I think this is wrong, and I'm going to go home <laughs> override and be upset about it. We're I, correct. Mm. I think everyone is... I think we have the Disney answer that if we specifically ask Disney, they would say ours. But if you go into the depths and uh-huh. you know anuses of YouTube, you're going to get that answer. Hey, Spencer, yes. our team respects you YouTube. and your questions and answers. Wow, thank you. You guys just got 10 points. You're back in the game. <laughs> And we know that you love to piss. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, My name is Spencer, and I love to piss. It seems like every time you visit the Art Institute, you find a new wing or or exhibition. No. Often (laughs) overlooked. Magnuson just shut it down. I said, no. (laughs) I don't do that. I go to the small rooms exhibit, and I stay there for six hours. Dude, for real, though? They're so tiny. (laughs) So, so no, we've never discovered new rooms because why would we need to? Uh, but if you were inclined, uh, you might accidentally overlook uh, the Bloom Family Terrace, which is located on the roof of the modern wing. Today, you'll find the sculpture Gift Horse, a horrifying 15-foot-tall bronze horse skeleton adorned with a giant LED bow, thank you, that changes color with the stock market. But that's not the most out of... That's right, I can't explain that. I don't know what that means. <laughs> that's art for you. What? Pass, P-U. That's fart for you. <laughs> that's fart for you. Uh, so, but that's not the most out-of-place exhibit that's been featured on the roof. In 2017, Swiss artists Peter Fishley and David Weiss installed one of their most famous works. Originally made in 1990, it's remarkable that the piece made the trip from Switzerland at all, and even more remarkable that it was displayed all summer on the roof of the Art, the art Institute. What was this work of art? I'm taking points away for farting into the microphone. It's very interesting. Or the Fart Institute of Chicago, you, you, de, colon, Detective Picasso. Uh-huh. Pika, pika. Don't judge us. Okay, I, I will not. Don't worry. Uh, what, uh, what, what is this work that I'm uh, referring to? It was a sculpture of human anatomy, but it was sculpted in ice. Okay. So it was an ice sculpture. Yes. That they shipped and then displayed on the roof mm-hmm. of Chicago. Yep. 
In the summer. That's why it was remarkable. How long did it last? All summer. Well, I mean, how they, did it they, not melt, Johnny? It had an inner freezer. An inner freezer. Coils, but they're like opposite of hot coils. They're oh, cold boy but, coils. No, that's fair. But here's a question. It, the outside would still melt, and the coils would still be cold. It does not stop the outside from melting. So how did they prevent that issue? It's remarkable. <laughs> It was, the, it was the human anatomy, but Truly it was the anatomy remarkable. of the Virgin Mary. <laughs> yeah, right. It was a miracle. Uh, what other uh, statues or concept pieces is this artist known for? I mean, mostly anatomical Arts, stuff. Yeah. Ice. Penis. <laughs> Vagina. Uh, she really fell off the rails after she lost the Disney thing. Uh, just labia. Uh, ju- labia. Just Singular, labia? singular yeah. labia. Just, uh, What's the poor of labia? What's the plural of labia? I'm just curious. Labia. Is that right? It's like labia. It labia. is all the single labia. All the single labia. All the single labia. Put your hands up. <laughs> the labia. <laughs> Put your you clams up. Oh, clams. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, but not funny enough to laugh about it. Do we think it's on the truth here? Uh, we, we do think it's an ice sculpture. We don't think it's... A body. Okay. That's insane to me. That that's your response. But I want to hear more. <laughs> Would you like to challenge our answer of ice sculpture? Yeah, I, I think what was, was more nice. remarkable was the the statue picture because the only people that could see it are ones who've seen death. So, yes, right. festival joke. Festival joke. Uh, what's your answer, all, folks? What's your answer there? So it's an ice sculpture, but of yeah, it was of an animal. An animal. Yeah. Is man not, not the horniest any, animal of it, all? Yeah. Uh, and not a human being. Are you, so you're saying man, man is an animal? Yes. Well, then you just gave them points because it was a snowman. Oh! That's right. I just rope doped you. Uh, Did the snowman have a penis? <laughs> well, let's find out. Uh, the piece, aptly titled Snowman, was originally created... <laughs> no, he did not. I don't know. <laughs> Where's the buildup? Yeah, Let's yeah. find out. Uh, it was originally created for a display at a German power station to show off the reliability of the plant. Encased in a six and a half foot tall refrigerated case, Snowman, which is the name of the snowman, mm-hmm. lasted the entire summer in direct sunlight on the roof of the modern wing. It was remarkable. The modern mm. wing is yeah, but really no, cool, I, by the way. For the record, it was inside a freezing unit versus you had interior cooling. <laughs> It was remarkable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for our Institute of Chicago Detective Picasso. One of the Art Institute's... Sorry, I missed a colon in there somewhere. You did. Sorry. One of the Art Institute's greatest treasures is an original woodblock print of the Great Wave off Kanagawa. The Kanagawa Prefecture was not only a source of inspiration for one of Japan's greatest artists, but the site where Japan first opened its ports to foreign trade after the arrival of Commodore Matthew Perry in 1853. This event was the inspiration for the Stephen Sondheim musical Pacific Overtures, which explores the pre- and post-industrialization culture of Japan and starred Oscar-nominated Japanese actor Mako. Mako got a Best Lead Actor in a Musical Tony nomination for his performance, but lost to George Rose from the revival of My Fair Lady. The next morning, Mako woke up to his landlord shouting from downstairs, Hey, Mako! What the fuck happened? I can't believe it! Lost to a fucking revival! Dude, you broke the barrier twice. Why was Mako's landlord so upset about My Fair Lady winning? Why are the quotes are after My Fair Lady? (laughs) Okay, thank you for ruining Julie Andrews for everybody. Why was Mako's, land, uh, Mako's landlord so upset about My Fair Lady winning? Uh, that's because Mako's landlord was, in fact, Stephen Sondheim. 
And and the landlord was mad that I see. <laughs> Sorry, the question was so long, I got lost in the twists and turns of uh, the background information. Right. Excuse me for elucidating. <laughs> I appreciated it, Spencer. Thank you. And I will give nice. you points for that. I'm very curious. We, we have a lot of theater people here. I'd love to hear each person's favorite musical, whether it be a movie or actual stage musical, or even an episode of a TV show, a la Buffy. What are, what's your favorite musical? I think I would have to say the career of the Shaktis. Okay. Uh, the the I, former I say, comedy musical band you yourself were in. Yes. A, a, okay. a three-person band that toured around comedy, folk, slash music. They were actually very good. I think you still find their music. I own one of your uh, CDs. Thank you. Actually, very good is the nicest thing anyone's ever said about us. <laughs> <laughs> they even have a video. Uh, anyone else? Multiple. I think that musicals suck ass. <gasps> That's a I'm not like wow. Disney. I'm sorry. I know I like Disney, but I, I'm not a theater person. I'm not even really an actress, and I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but I saw Joseph in the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat like a thousand times in preschool with Donny Osmond in it. So I have to. I guess that's, that's like hating all ice cream because the only ice cream you've had was that astronaut dried ice cream. I like Dippin' Dots. That's not the same thing. I'm talking about the dried powder, the dehydrated ice cream in a pouch the astronauts eat. I like the last five years. I'm a big Jason Robert Brown head. <laughs> okay. Moving Ooh, this that came out weird. Yeah, you are. Johnny? Uh, yeah, Johnny, go ahead. Oh, uh, I, don't, I don't really care for musicals, so I guess... Well, the answer for you is Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Or maybe, maybe like... Okay, maybe uh, <laughs> Mamma Mia 2, but not, but just the soundtrack, but the original songs from the soundtrack. I see. So the B-sides and rarities of, of ABBA. ABBA. Of <laughs> Mamma Mia 2. Okay. Uh, yeah, here we go again. I, for me, I would say uh, either uh, Grease or Phantom of the Opera. <gasps> That's like your whole aesthetic wrapped up into one thing. Yep. Hey, Spencer, did you know that there's a sequel to Phantom of the Opera that's fucking crazy? Yeah. It's Grease 2. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer's in it, isn't she? Is she the Phantom? Oh, I wish. Yeah. No, the Phantom like comes dies, back right? and like Raul's all like slobby and an alcoholic, and then Christine has this mysterious son who's like super good at the organ. Uh oh. <laughs> I really like Grease too. I really like it. I need a hell rider. Oh god. A cool rider. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Get the cool out of here. Hates musicals, but I've seen Grease 2 and loves <laughs> Joseph and Tunnico or Dreamco. Okay. That's how you know girl. she hates Give them. me a break. And uh, any other? Yeah, I like uh, title of show. Oh, yeah. Which is a fun one. But honorable mention, Lynn manuel wrote a 15-minute musical based on a true story out of mm-hmm. Florida called uh, 21 Chump Street. Mm-hmm. It's, it's only five Anthony songs. Ramos in it. Yeah. yeah. It's very good. It is very good. And Sammy? Uh, Come From Away. It's mm-hmm. based on the planes on 9-11 that all landed in, I want to say, Nova Scotia. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. So they're like... Oh, I've heard that story's incredible. Wait, it's a musical about 9-11? Sign uh, me Sign up. me up, honestly. It is yeah. great. Oh, I feel it like 9 We love 9-11. Love it. Put it on oh, wax. Um, we love 9-11. Can I add Rich, some can you read that back? <laughs> can I add some 9-11 information for everyone? Wax? Oh, God, yes. Everyone should share their favorite um, 9-11 story. Flight 93 crashed on my family member's property. Holy! <gasps> So they own the plane now? So what (laughs) happened was the government was like, hey, you want to sell us that land so we can make a memorial, right? And they were like, for sure. And then they were like, cool, we'll offer you half of what you paid. And they were like, fuck that. No, we kind of want 
this like, amount that we paid and we'll sell it to you. And then they were like, mm, you're not being super patriotic. And it was like this big back and forth and they kind of like crazy. tried to smear them, but I guess they worked everything out. That's I, amazing. I hope it all worked out for them. If you go to Nashville and you go to the Johnny Cash Museum, you can buy a brick from the World Trade Center that says Johnny Cash's name on it. What? It's a real thing Why? that you can buy and it's Is insane. There Johnny Cash died? has nothing to do with 9-11, but you can okay. buy bricks from the WTC that say... Johnny Cash. This question started about my fair lady. Wait, that, they just got they just 9/11 got some, and they bricks sell and painted like cheap. Like well, for what it is, there. it's cheap as hell. Well, it's crazy. Uh, how it's crazy. is it? Yeah. Well, you know, the World Trade Center was built with bricks. Like, okay. like one of the three pigs' house. <laughs> So why was Mako's landlord so upset about my fair lady winning? Uh, yeah, what do you think the answer is? Do you think that's on the truth? Uh, we thought the landlord was having a bad day. <laughs> Just in general having Just a bad day. Just in general. <laughs> whatever it is is going to piss me off. Okay. Okay. right. Uh, Fart Institute is actually kind of close. Um, you're not far off. Uh, the, landlord was, the landlord was also nominated for Best Lead Actor in a Musical. That same year, the original production of Chicago Open, starring Jerry Orbach, or Orbach, uh, Detective Lenny Prisco on Law and Order, or Lumiere from uh, Beauty and the Beast. Oh. Or the dad from Dirty Dancing. Uh, I think, yeah. Really? Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing dad. Baby. Oh. Baby. <laughs> Triple D. Wow. That's, that's right. Uh, and uh, Orbach was Mako's landlord. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great question. Thank you, Spencer. Hey, thank you. I know about musicals. That 9-11 tangent was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) It felt like a dream when it was happening. Hope we never forget. (laughs) Come from away. It's what stinks is I um, I have the decency to never do a 9-11 episode, but I would love to do one. I don't have the decency. Hire me. (laughs) I will take that under consideration. (laughs) Thank you. My name is Spencer and I love to piss. (laughs) (laughs) There's a fun exhibit coming up later in May. Posters of the London Underground. In 1919, the Art Institute received a shipment of advertising posters from London's transit agency, some over a decade old. Over the next 20 years, more and more posters kept showing up with no explanation or name attached. In 1939, the final shipment arrived before the start of World War II. Later, it would be discovered that the posters were sent by the vice president and chief executive of the London Passenger Transport Board, Mr. Frank Pick. Pick was a hero to the city of London, creating new safety and efficiency standards and commissioning some of the most recognizable poster ads of all time. His work earned him praise from King George VI, though he declined the king's offer of knighthood. And in fact, he turned down almost all official recognition for his work except for one. What honor did Frank Pick accept for his work and why? All right, what do we think here? What honor did Frank pick ex- uh, except for his work, and why? He, uh, he received a, a Medal of Honor from the U.S. for spending so much money on postage to ship the posters over for so, for so many years. So he, he personally footed the bill versus like charging the agency he worked for? Well, yeah, it was kind of like a, a mysterious thing. It was like, like a symbolic we... thing. In what way? In the way that it was like, ooh, what a mystery. Well, I guess we figured out who did it, and we don't want to we don't want to accept that other people might have helped. This is America. We have to pick one successful man and award him a medal of honor. So, so by, why not pick Frank Pick? So by symbolic, you mean just kind of a run-of-the-mill mystery? 
Well, the award was symbolic of like, what about all the people who send nice things? Why oh. not pick Frank Pick? So Listen, they said that a lot. Okay? So they, when they gave him the Medal of Honor, they were like, you know, this is for you, but it's also for all the people who've said nice things yes, in the world. Sent nice but things. You're saying the you honor something. he got was the Medal of Honor? Yeah, sure. <laughs> They I had think a couple. They're lying. They had a few extra that year, <laughs> oh, that so they true? also gave one to uh, P.G. Woodhouse for creating uh, the Jeeves and Worcester series. Uh, they were really <laughs> London crazy that year. They tried to give one to the Queen. She was like, "No," nah. and then uh, uh, what was <laughs> she like? "No, no, no, that's right." Shocky, you are a very kind, warm, fun-loving person. You so get I- a you get a medal now. Uh, well, that, cool. I was ask her if you could award a, a general medal like that to a class of people who do something like perhaps someone who everyone who says thank you to the bus driver when they get off. Mm-hmm. Who would you give the congressional medal of honor to? A mass congressional uh, medal of honor. People who clean out office buildings, like the people who go through and empty the trash and keep office buildings clean, because I think they get a lot of people going like mm, and not saying hi to them. And you know what? <laughs> They're the better people. I was going to say the same thing. The uh, at my at my work, there's a a, the, a guy who who comes into the men's bathroom with the cart to clean the toilet stalls and restock them with toilet paper. Yeah, and if there's people pooping in the stalls, he'll just wait. And then he'll just go in hot right after you're done pooping. Like that's somebody a good, that's pooping. a medal of honor, and man. He just drafts yeah. right in like two seconds later. Sure. And, and he's not like, even employed by the building. <laughs> no, that's just where he got the suit. <laughs> he just loves poop. Yeah. Uh, so just we like think Spencer. Uh, I didn't. Never said that. Uh, do we think they're telling the truth? It sounds like you think they're lying. No, they're, no, they're no. lying. Right, yeah, what, we'll see. What award is it? <laughs> they won a BAFTA for writing. Okay. Specifically oh, for the earth. That's what I was trying to think of when <laughs> I was remembering. And you said the Medal of Honor instead of BAFTA. <laughs> They're the same. What do you think BAFTA stands for? Uh, British big American. Ass, nope. Biggest <laughs> fuck title of honor. <laughs> title of honor? Title of honor. Uh, okay. <laughs> right, so I go Wisconsin. British American Film and Television Awards? Yep, because wow, he was one of the original creators. British Academy of Film and Television Awards. Of Doctor Who. Academy. That's got to be it. Yeah. That's probably it. I thought it was like a hyphen, like, we're best friends and well, allies. Oh, my God. Is actually the Soviet Honorary Badge of Merit presented on well, behalf of Joseph that. Stalin. Oh, no. That's right. Yeah, the, no. the award was offered in gratitude for Pick's consulting <laughs> on the construction of the Moscow Metro Rail System, which is still considered a model of layout and design even today. He didn't actually want the award, which is, you know, nice. Uh, <laughs> Uh, least of all from Stalin, but he was afraid that declining the offer would reflect badly on the UK. So, hmm. well, that's reasonable. I, I don't guess. want to be rude, so I will take it. Thank You're right. You. <laughs> well, if I must, sir, I. He was Michael Caine. <laughs> Michael Caine. I don't want to be rude. <laughs> oh. Me and the Queen. I have a fun fact about this photo. About this photo. But I'm this wait. photo I'm of a painting. <laughs> what's the? What's what the? That might be the question, though. Is it not a photo? How no, do you it's think, a painting. Do you think they downloaded the painting and put it on the TV screen? Yeah, dude. I bet you it's a JPEG or a PNG. I support you. It is a JPEG. <laughs> is that your fun fact? It's a JPEG or PNG? <laughs> no, but that's not I'm, a photo. I'm waiting in case my fun fact relates to your. What's question. the name of the what? Before tell tell me what it is first. The fun fact? No, god damn it! What's the name of the it's painting? It's called Nighthawks. Thank you. It is called Nighthawks. And your fun fact? Thank you. The fun Thank fact is if you watch you. the music video for Miami, this is the start of it, and it goes in, and Will Smith is like, or sorry, Big Willie at the time, he's like, oh, it's too cold here, and then they, he goes to Miami for the weather, and that's how the music video starts. I'm going to Miami. He's a painting. Bienvenido a Miami. That seems so needless. Me and Charlie at the bar running up a high bill. Looking oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I will. A cafe worker cleans up for the night. 
A couple dressed for a night out sits at the counter, soothing their unspoken tension over a cup of joe. A man sits alone, staring at his phone, probably. Uh, <laughs> this like is the creep. iconic scene of Edward Hopper's Nighthawks, part of the Art Institute's Friends of American Art Collection. Painted in 1942, Nighthawks... Whoa, I just lost my thing. Nighthawks was also a great film. Was it with Sylvester Stallone? Is it with Sylvester Stallone? I think so. Working on my Nighthawks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, why don't you guys vamp for a second? <laughs> Isn't Nighthawk the name of um, like Robin two from Batman? It's Marvel. It's it's Marvel. He is the Earth, the uh, alternate Earth version from the. I want to say the Supremes. I could get that wrong, but this it's like the, the, alternate... the Motown band. My mom Diana hung Ross. The, my mom uh, hung this painting up in my childhood bedroom after I moved to Chicago. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, so sad. Nice. My mom's a nice lady. She is a nice lady. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Janet. Anyway, nope. Nighthawks became an instant classic <laughs> thanks to its mesmerizingly simple scene. That simplicity makes sense when you consider what, or rather who, inspired Hopper to paint Nighthawks. Who was it that inspired Edward Hopper to paint Nighthawks? I am sitting All right, Fred Institute, what do we think here? All right, Edward. Does anyone remember the commercial that was on Nick at Night for I Dream of Genie, yes. where they changed the lyrics to be about I Dream of Genie, but it was that song? Yes, I, I absolutely do. What is big Nick at Night fan? Is this not like the I like I associate I Dream of Genie with this song? Is absolutely, that why? Absolutely, absolutely. Yep, but they also why. the commercial is like she's married to Darren, mm-hmm. whatever, and then he changes into. <laughs> Suspicious. She's got a mother. <laughs> Does she? Yeah, she's really annoying, I think. Are you not Wait, taking, talking about Bewitch? Yeah. We're, we're talking about I Dream of Genie. Yeah. Where have all the, the other Magic Lady sitcom? <laughs> I, I Dream of Genie. Wait, I, is, is Darren and I Dream of Genie? Darren is, I believe, Bewitched. Genie? Bewitched, yeah. Well, then who's in I Dream of Genie? We Another think they're lying. General, 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 right? He's a general. An astronaut. An astronaut? He's an astronaut. Because yeah. yeah. he Dream finds her lamp on the moon? Yeah, he fi- that is the yeah. dumbest he, he fucking opened, movie. He opens the audience member knows it. The audience member knows it. He opens. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care because it is on the moon. That's where Rita Repulsa is, who's Wait, in the lamp. And no, no, they open the oh, thing and Goldar comes that's out. That's what it <laughs> is. Yes, because Bewitches. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Is this show happening or am I like. In asleep in like the green room right now. Hey, remember, I'm still thinking of 9/11. You ever read Goosebumps as a kid? Hell yeah. Remember how Goosebumps starts with reader beware? You're in for a scare? Yeah, my uh, my mom used to read me Goosebumps, but it was like right in my uh, my Power Rangers phase. Uh-huh. And I honestly thought she was saying Rita beware, like the bad guy from Power Rangers. And I was Rita like, Repulsa. Rita wrote all these books. Like, I was really scared of Goosebumps because I thought Rita wrote them all. <laughs> You are insane. I'm not insane. <laughs> Absolutely insane. No, man. So what's the answer? Yeah. Uh, the answer is Edward Hopper was friends with several FBI agents during this time, and they would keep late-night vigils trying to track down John Dillinger, which oh. they obviously did at one point because they shot him right down there on Lincoln Street. Bam. Lincoln Avenue, I should say, not Lincoln Street. <laughs> what's, uh, we have some consultation going on here? Well, uh, we just saw a ghost. You saw a ghost? <laughs> John? Is that, is that true? <laughs> no. Okay. Do you, do you think it's on the truth? John, John Dillinger is this a uh... oh, no the FBI agents sure it's... FBI agents sure. okay where where does this um... no we have to move on do you think they're telling the truth oh uh... 
We spent too much time on Hajime Genie. Sorry. No. To never apologize for Hajime I think Genie. they were inspired by good old salt of the earth American people. <laughs> <laughs> do you know do you know of any American of those people? people? American people. Salt of the earth. Okay. American people. But, uh, it was actually another minimalist uh, American artist. Uh, good old salt of the earth. Hey, Papa. Why are we calling her the earth? Did he so, do something I don't know about? Now, now that now that this has all resolved itself, <laughs> it's w- just weird. I mean, it's, it has because why do we boot Ernest Hemingway? I mean, he's probably a bad guy just in general. I it's mean, just yeah, weird because I turned to them and I was like, I bet it's John Dillinger. <gasps> Whoa, Isn't that yeah. weird. Go so you're also weird. wrong. We think they're lying. <laughs> we were both wrong in the same spooky way. It's kind of funny. Who was looking for him? Some guy named like Hopper, right? Or, I, I don't know. Oh, that's no. You're thinking name, of right? the movie A Bug's Life. Yep. <laughs> yep. Played by Dennis Hopper, the grasshopper hopper. <laughs> okay, we're we're uh, we've moved on to our final question here. Wow, Ma- that went fast. That did go fast. My did name is Spencer, and I this. <laughs> this was the weirdest episode of the show. So this was the shit posting episode of <laughs> Dogs Live. Pretty weird one. I don't know who to blame. I think it's all of us. Uh, one of the many famous artists featured at the Art Institute is Pablo Picasso. Who? Uh-huh. Picasso. Chicago has a particular love for the artist who created the famous statue in Daly Plaza and the painting The Old Guitarist. But I want to know about the oldest guitarist. Mm. Uh-oh. When and where was the oldest guitar created? In Mrs. Richardson. Hi, my name is what? My name is what? My name is Sadie. Hi, my name is what? My name is what? My name is Sadie. This, uh, you may be wondering, what did that song have to do with this question? Uh, I changed the question in the last minute, so that, that song has nothing to do with the question. Oh, what was the old question? Was, Wait, uh, if I... you can tell me what you thought the old question was, I'll give you a little... What's special about this painting? Uh, no, so was based on a... the song we just heard, was what it do you a... think the original question was? Oh, there was, it was a fake. There was a fake, uh, and one of them was the real one, and there was a fake one. Okay. The, your, an, your question was What's asking the for the name, name of something, the because the song that? said... My name Hi, is. My okay. name is. Yeah. And what does Johnny think? Uh, so I think, well, Sarah, say your thing that you were going to say, because I think it's that. Something really impressive about this particular uh, work is that underneath it is a completely different portrait. That is true. He did start work on another portrait before this one and painted over. I'll and we knew that, that the guitar originated, uh, the oldest guitar is from Turkey. Okay. So you didn't actually answer my sub-question, though. So was the, was the original question, what was the name of the painting underneath this painting? It was not. Okay. It was not. Are you sure? I am dead certain. <laughs> okay. What was Pablo Picasso's fun nickname that all the guys used to say? That's Marshall basically Mathers. what the question was. That is basically what the question was. It was what, what was his full name? So Frank Pick. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I just have a question. The way you ask that question, so when you say when and where the oldest guitar is created, are you talking about like the guitar, the instrument, or the painting? No, I'm talking about the guitar, the guitar. The modern guitar. Early bees, it's like... Like six, yeah, basically. like six A.D. Essentially, <laughs> six A.D. in Turkey. So somebody, Around what's now Whenever considered Turkey. Turkey. Yeah, somebody's like, God, dude, I gotta get the these, Ottoman gotta get Empire. these real is hard thoughts about Jesus dying thing? out. Six A.D. is so specific. <laughs> Anyways, no, here's Wonderwall. Like, <laughs> like my little nephew is like six. You know, it's like he could be. He could four, be eleven. He could be twelve. You know, like six. <laughs> okay, just in the scheme of time, six A.D. is just so specific. How many cheeseburgers did you eat? I don't know, like six today. How many? Now get out of the bathroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so you're saying the guitar was created in 6 AD, ish. even though, <laughs> ish, even though uh, the Chinese had invented gunpowder before this time. Mm-hmm. So gunpowder is... You don't need gunpowder to shoot a guitar. 
you know. Sure don't. Yeah, we've all seen uh, El Desperado, or what's the name of that movie? Uh, El Bandito. Yeah, I'm you, you nailed it, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah El Bandito Loco. El Desperito. El Desperito. So is a guitar more complex than gunpowder? That it takes. It's not about yes. complexity. It's about what a guitar is. It's not a gunpowder. <laughs> yep. Sammy, I <laughs> don't understand the confusion. She's not wrong. I have to agree. It's not gunpowder. I agree. Gunpowder. With that. Guitar isn't gunpowder, Sammy. But it, it, it's. It's, it's basically a string in wood. It's a guitar. I don't see where the Sammy. Issue you is. answered one, two, in the pink, one in the stink, dude. Give him a break. <laughs> What, gotta, gotta, gotta say I'm with Connor on that one. Wow, that's a shocker. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> a Third Sarah Joy shocker, away from him. as it were. Oh, boy. We secede you from secede. Sammy. Okay. <laughs> that's fair enough. <laughs> Sammy is an island unto himself. Okay. What do you think the, the answer is? Do you think they're telling the truth? Is it 6 AD in Turkey? <laughs> no. no. Ish. We Ish. think it's 8 AD in Istanbul. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's so we're still technically Constantinople. Okay. Rock lobster. Is this the real answer you're no, no. Funny. It was created in India. In India, around mm-hmm. what time? In negative twelve thirty. <laughs> it was at noon, right? Yeah. <laughs> Eat toka. Lunch time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. It was definitely BC. Definitely BC. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I'll give you some points for that. Yeah. It was approximately thirty five hundred years ago in mm-hmm. ancient Egypt. So was that like six or when is that? <laughs> I don't know. Math. Real so negative fourteen ninety somewhere around okay. that. <laughs> Before Qatar. <laughs> I'm sorry? That's what BC Before stands for. Before Qatar. I see. They didn't finish the stroke on the Gs. Yeah. Though. Right. I think you're having a stroke. I think we're all having strokes. Uh, let's just uh, go right to the uh, final tally here. Hey, Spencer, before we go to the final tally, can I tell a story about guitars in my childhood bedroom? Oh, boy. I suppose so. We're already running along. Why not? Yeah, the so, diabetic uh, from his school popped into his bedroom. No, that, Yeah, talk about a Chekhov's gun. Like, why did the diabetes come up? Is that going to come back? Ram! Well, he... Said he's going to... Sarah's did a, a spit take. How many points is that worth? I've never seen a spit take oh that good live. It was, that was so beautiful. Good. That was a that was a triple H. I'm gonna spit. give myself a lot of points for that. That's fair. Points. That's fair and warranted. Uh, that's crazy that just happened. I I'm, I feel blessed and honored. Wow. Oh my god. Sarah, I think you said it best. It was like a triple H spit. If you've ever seen Triple H do his entrance. Per- and the light hit it, like, it was beautifully. beautiful. The diabetes I, got me. Oh yeah. You, what'd you do? The diabetes got me. Yeah, the diabetes got you, right? Yeah. It'll get all of us but, yeah. if we don't take care that of ourselves. Thank you, Sarah. Okay. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. Are we gonna move on or I'll tell my story Sarah. still. It's a sad it's story. It's better than what just happened. I don't know. It's pretty sad and funny. <laughs> It's a sad story. Yeah, you know, we're so close to the end. Let's ruin it. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, that hurt. So uh, <laughs> Everything hurt you. <laughs> I was in my childhood bedroom in high school with my high school girlfriend Is at the time. Is this before or after Nighthawks was hung up? Uh, it, was bef- it was pre-Nighthawks. <laughs> okay. It was pre-C. Um, and, uh, <laughs> pre-C. I, we were <laughs> that means nothing. <laughs> pre-C. <laughs> it means something to me. Pre-Chicago. Okay. Uh, and I was play- it was like height of rock band guitar hero. Sure, sure. And for some reason, I thought it would be cool if I just played rock band while my high school girlfriend was over sure. and uh, she, she held the microphone and I played the guitar because I tried to sing and play the guitar at the same time why so she was a human sing? mic stand for yeah, you yeah she was I was huh why didn't you let her sing I, I don't know see this is a bad sad story about me and so I, I did I, I, I was playing it and I, 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 I've passed both and I was very proud of myself sure and I, I turned to her <gasps> to tell her how excited I was and the guitar was hanging off my shoulder <gasps> and you shot her with a guitar <laughs> <laughs> guitars are gunpowder hey, hey, you want to see my dad's guitar <laughs> 
Creepy. So it hit Creepy. her right in the eye, and God. she got a black eye no! from me hitting her with the Guitar Hero guitar. And I had to explain to people for a while, and she had to explain to people. She was like, no, he hit me with the guitar, but it wasn't on purpose. Oh. He's a rock star. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> he wouldn't let me sing. Yeah. They didn't hold the mic correctly. It's because I crushed Say It Ain't So. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Say it ain't so. With a final score of 50 points uh, at the end, I came in third place. Uh, you gave you. yourself 50 for that spit take? Fuck yeah, I gave myself 50 points. I would have given you more. I was tempted to make myself win. You're lucky yeah. I, I'm not a despot. Uh, with You're a winner to me, Spence. Thank you. With 65 points, Fart Institute, very good. But with 75 points, my name is Spence and I love to piss. Thank you very much, everyone. <laughs> Let Sleeping Dogs Lie is recorded in front of a live audience every Monday at 8 o'clock, right here in Chicago at the Comedy Sports Theater. If you'd like to see the show live, go to cszchicago.com and use the promo code FETCH for half off your ticket price. Let Sleeping Dogs Lie is an arcade audio production. Find us at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at LSDL Show. Please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Our show is produced by Spencer Hamilton, Patrick Connolly, and Rich Camelucci. Written by Spencer Hamilton, Patrick Connolly, Connor Doyle, Rob Grabowski, Zach Mast, and Mandy Sellers. Hosted by Spencer Hamilton. Our panel this week. Connor Doyle can be heard on the Humanoid Resources podcast, hosted right here on Arcade Audio. Johnny O'Mara co-hosts the podcast Dilettante Ball, which can also be found on Arcade Audio. Sarah Magnuson performs with her improv team Gallon at CIC every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Ryan Phillips performs comedy and music all around Chicago. Check out his channel at youtube.com slash ryancphil92. Sarah Shockey can be heard on her own podcast, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling, Thursdays on the MLW Radio Network. And as always, Sammy to Mimi can be found all around Chicago, performing, directing, teaching, and being a nerd. Let Sleeping Dogs Lie is made possible in part by listeners like you. Check out patreon.com slash arcade audio for more info on how you can help. Thanks for listening to Let Sleeping Dogs Lie, the world's only game show. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net. Hey there, I'm Natalie. And I'm Cass. And we're a couple of geeky gals who love history. And each other. Aww. But we didn't always love the history we learned in class. You know, it often seemed to me that I lugged that big book back and forth from school in my Jansport, and it didn't even have the most interesting parts. Oh, uh, I didn't carry my books to and from school because I had a note that said I needed a copy for home and school because of my scoliosis. Yeah, that tracks. Anyway, that big edited school-approved text was fine. But it was too limited. And neat. And convenient. And you can't hear our air quotes through your speakers, but you can hear our voices and share in our bits as we present Shared History. A podcast that explores the people and stories that your history books may have glossed over. Whitewashed. Manwashed. Or left out completely. We are not historians. We're just two dumb, dumb friends and comedians. But by the power vested in us by Google, Wikipedia, and our library cards and arcade audio, we're creating a shared history. Coming July 2nd, subscribe now on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SharedPod. 
share you later. 